One minute in front of four o'clock here at 710 KSPN Los Angeles, a good karma brand's radio station. You got that rejoin music, homegirl? Because this. Oh. Why don't you turn on your mic, small market? Medium market. Don't get it twisted, homegirl. This is a homie record. LA Oldie, Sad Girl by the Intruders. Yeah. And apparently, this came up. Because Omar Lopez, the great Omar, wanted this, wanted a dedication song today. Because something came up last night on the late night with Laura. What you got? All we talked about, Cappy rolled into the comments. You rolled into the comments? People love love it. I love late night with Laura. It's like one of my favorite things on on Instagram when she does her live. Although you and I are going live today, right? Don't. Oh, we we, traded. I usually do it Wednesdays. Yeah, don't don't take it away. I just want to go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. But anyways, we started talking about. Just oldies and Arla Bow and I and when Cappy came in, I was like, Ooh, I wanna give a little shout out to my güerito that's in San Diego. Oh, and it just became a thing. Güerito. We, he know, wasn't in San Diego, he was in a hotel in I downtown. Know, but you know, we were because we was, don't have a nick we have El he said Cappy. Right. But you know, on the late night, like with an Arla Bow show, it would have been like me güerito. See? That's hot. There you go. You're a güerito, Cappy. Yeah, see. I was at the East Central last night. So was I. And I was in the Steven Tyler room. Mm. What was in your room? Well, I had the... Oh, great song. I had the executive suite uh-huh. last Ooh. night. So I had Madonna in the bedroom. Yep. Whoa. And hey then the, the painting was of a uh, a naked woman in the actual the executive suite part where like the yeah. coffee mm-hmm. and the yeah. bar is. Yeah. It was a naked woman underwater, but it was a painting. Mm. It was very nice. But mm. you know why it all came up, actually, now that I remember, was because of your tea, tea time last night or last show and your DMs. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you hit up that. Uh, yeah. Did you hit up that breezy in your oh, DMs? Oh, oh, oh! When you said that tea time, I didn't know what you meant by tea time. Um, no, I did not hit up that breezy. No, no breezy hitting up for me. Yeah. You will though. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I was so embarrassed. I mean, anyway, I don't want to get back into the story because oh, well, so we can bad. get back to it in a moment. But well, you know what? It's time for. It's time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Just the ninety minutes from wherever you are. Lindsay thought we were going to skip her. No, that's not. I asked her if she had one. See, I could feel the, the Hungarian heat coming at me. Chris, what are you doing? Hey, I don't doing? care if you got to skip it, but, you know, I think the Morongo Casino deserves some love. Good times. Meanwhile, you know what it's time for, what you need to know. Take it away, Producer Lindsay. Well, my simple, quick little what you need to know is that the NFL has officially extended Roger Goodell's contract through oh, 2027. So, yeah, that means that everybody agreed on it. They're keeping him around. And I think it's probably a good idea because the NFL is, like, the biggest TV show on, on you know, and there he's is. also the biggest punching bag for the owners. Right. He's a great CEO. For he them. is. I mean, but that's his job. I mean, yeah. And I don't say that to disparage him. I say that as that's part of the job. I mean, listen, if somebody paid me $50 million a year, you could beat up on me all day long. Yeah. We don't I mean, pay you anywhere near that, and right. we beat up on you I every know. day. And that's why it's not cool. Like, if it was $50 million, it'd be fine. <laughs> but, you know, like Roger Goodell, the one thing, it, like, it bothers me that the Raiders moved. It bothers me that the Chargers moved. There are things about the NFL that I don't like. But the game itself and the television presentation of it all, it's just, it, it's the best league there is. At least the way I see it. It is also the modern day gladiators. Yes. Right? Like that's part of it too. And look at what he did this season. He has taken on church four European games. Never has, and he doesn't and, even care. And you want to know something about that? I think this it's weekend, on church. literally, because <laughs> no, the whole thing You're before, right. yeah, there used to be rules. He will never do Friday night because of football, for high school, high school football. Yeah, you'll never do Saturday unless it's the holiday because of college football. He's he's thrown that out the window in yeah. December, and he would never do early Sunday morning because of church. He has basically said, you know what, we don't care. Bleep yeah. your church. And I think yep, this weekend, you guys, this weekend, the game of the weekend. The Frankfurter uh, game? Yeah, but it's not. I don't. It's not this weekend, or if it's next weekend. No, it's the. Um, it's like in two weeks. Maybe yeah, it's week nine. Think yeah. about this: six thirty a.m. Week nine, you're going to watch the Dolphins and the Chiefs at six thirty a.m. And if you looked at the schedule that weekend, you'd be like, "That's the best game of the weekend." Not me. I'm not waking up that early. No, me neither. Game. Chiefs and Chiefs and Dolphins is should be like. Remember the time that the Rams played the Chiefs at the Coliseum, and it was like that Monday score night fest. Yeah. Remember? After the Thousand Oaks fires. Right. That was that's what the Dolphins Chiefs might turn into, but it's on at 6.30 in the morning in Frankfurt, Germany. Listen, if you send the Jacksonville Jaguars to England to play, that's one thing. But that's what he's doing. He's pushing the envelope on purpose because he wants a team there. He even said that they could host a Super Bowl there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I buy that. I mean, I wouldn't put it past them. 
I, I think that I don't think that would be a smart idea personally. I don't think it would be either, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't Cappy, be surprised. Can you give us your best German accent? I don't really have well, one. But here's no? the I don't really thing. have the a good Super one Bowl, now. Because uh-huh. the Super Bowl kicks off at six o'clock in the evening. Eastern time, yeah. which means it would be eleven o'clock in England. Well, that's a good point. Mm. <laughs> I don't think people would care because isn't it? It's like all corporate sponsors anyway. The people who go to the actual yeah, game. Yeah, but all still, right, make a prediction though. In the next ten years, does a Super Bowl happen outside of the United States? I think so. Yeah, but I think if it happens in the next ten, I think if it happens, it happens in like Mexico the, City or something. Mexico City or Toronto or yeah, something I'm like saying that. Just outside the United States. Yeah, I don't think so. By the time he's, it's all said and done, he will, this contract at least, he will have made over $800 million. Insane. And he deserves every yeah, penny right, based yeah. on, he's a CEO of a company. Right, yep. And right. the if company making, performs and right, grows. Right. You're making $50 million a year, but the company is making several billion a year. He's a bargain. Yep. And as much as people don't like him, because people just don't like any commissioner of any league. Um, I guess maybe the NBA people like Adam Silver, but otherwise, like commissioners. Not everybody. Are, yeah, not everybody loves the commissioners. He's been like the bad guy. But he gets paid handsomely to be the bad guy. And by the way, so way back when in our Fox Sports Radio days, I used to have to go to the Fox TV meetings in New York with Myers and everybody, right? And they were Hello, the, I'm Chris uh, Myers. You mean Chris it, Myers? It was the last Chris weekend Myers. in August, or wherever it was, last weekend in July. Mm-hmm. And that's when all the TV, Aikman, Buck, and everybody would talk about strategy. And they strategy. did it at Terranea for a number of years, that's, too. I wasn't invited to those. Yeah. That was after I had moved on. Yeah. But when Goodell would come on day two, always, <laughs> to speak... Everybody stood like it was the president. Yeah. He was with security. I mean, literally, you felt him walk in. That's how important he is to the NFL and how he's treated. Speaking of security. You got nothing for me? I do. You had nothing for me? <laughs> yeah, I do. I I'm, looked at you because I thought you'd have something. I'm picking you back up. Speaking of security, an issue happened last night here in LA Live. Oh, God. He's never going to stop talking. And Morales, about I've not talked about it yet. Mor- Morales witnessed the entire thing. I did. And it was quite interesting. Except those guard, those bodyguards were ready to take you down. In a big way. In a big way. I'll explain that a little bit no, later No, just on. don't stop teasing and just tell it. You want to hear it, George? Yeah. You want to hear we it got, last night? We only got 54 minutes yeah. left before yeah, baseball. Yeah. Our, and our buddy Kirk is going to stop by. Yeah, Kirk Kirk's Morrison. coming up. You got your pillow? Don't, don't, don't. What? Don't. don't. I, I, I talked to you about this. Oh, all right. Um, so last night, we get off the air, right? It's mm-hmm. 5 o'clock. In the Southland. And Chris and I are going to our hotel room. Let me rephrase that. We're going to our respective hotel rooms. Okay? We went to go check in. At the East Central. Great people at the East Central, by the way. So, um, okay, we, we walk downstairs, George, and we're walking through, you know, LA Live, and, and all of a sudden I see, like, this big entourage of dudes, right? And I mean big guys, like big, bouncery-looking guys, like 6'7", six, 6'8", six, 350. I mean monsters, right? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that they're wearing like a logoed sort of sweat jacket. And I'm like, I know that logo. I know that logo for sure. But I'm watching what's happening. And there are these young fellas and they've got their cell phones out. And they're trying to take videos of themselves with this celeb in the background. They're trying to get close. And these bouncers, dude, they're putting hands on people. Like, it's not like, hey, 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 step back. They're an offensive line and they're run blocking and they are pushing people around. Right. The best part is that's the first time Sedano's looked up at you from his keyboard in a minute and a half. But I've heard the whole story. No, no, there I'm, was a bunch I'm not of making fun of you. And- I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying you're so long-winded that he knows he can just do his thing and keep listening. Well, I'm telling his story. I'm ahead, telling it. In, I'm telling it in detail. Yeah. So here's his offensive line. Excellent detail. Thank you. Yeah. Dazzling detail. Thank you so much. Yeah. Here, you're thriving. Big time. Thriving See, I, at ESPN LA. I, I agree. Yeah. So here's this giant offensive line. They're all wearing the same team uniform. Uh-huh. I recognize the the logo. I see them putting hands. It's the, the money on, team. It's the money team. Yeah. It's Floyd. They're at every Laker game. It's Floyd Money Mayweather. Yeah. yeah. Right? He was at the Bucks game on Sunday. Okay. Was, so, I think he was going to the Clipper game last night, right? So yeah, as, last night the Clippers played. Yeah, as the security team yeah. is kind of backing away, these right. two young guys that they're are headed to, towards Fixins, the restaurant. Correct. And as they're trying to push these guys away, I decide I'm going to walk to the front because I notice these guys, but I don't see Floyd Mayweather. So here's the thing, George. We're behind them, like they're on our left, but we're on the back right of them, right? Mm-hmm. So they're here. They're we're here. All of a sudden, Cap and I go, "What are you doing?" He starts speed walking to get ahead of them. So you don't think they notice this? Yeah. So they're looking it over like, what's this guy doing? Right. right. With a ba- backpack and a, and a handheld. So they're thinking, what's this guy? Is he paparazzi? Oh, no. Yeah. Right. So they're so, looking to ready to, to take him. Right. So these guys are looking at me, the security team, like, brother, 
take one more step in this direction, and all twelve of us are going to beat you down. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to kick everybody. I was kind of hoping for it, frankly. You know, you know I don't want to oh hurt God. people. Could you imagine? Oh, I would have been filming it. It would have been so I, good. I, I don't want to hurt people. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hurt people like yeah. that. You know. I mean, Can you, you also imagine made the that? case you couldn't beat. You, you didn't. You didn't. Wanted you didn't want to beat Kobe Johnson, the USC kid. You don't Can you imagine that TMZ headline when I still sent in the video? Small market radio host, San Diego radio host. Yeah, you wouldn't be ESPN LA if you got. Oh out. no, no. Yeah. So, so here's you what would happens. no longer be thriving. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. I would not be. No. So, so but, but Chris, Chris is right though because the security guys looked at us, yeah. and here we are. We're both carrying like wheelie bags. Right. I've got on a big old backpack. Mm-hmm. Plus, I got on my fanny pack. Right. Like, I mean, I am like a pack One mule. Love yeah. Right. Yeah. I am like a total pack mule. Yeah. And these guys, these security guys, are like. Half of them deal with what's going on over here, yeah. and the other half have their eyes on me and Chris. I'm telling you, they looked at me, George, like, I'm telling you, one step closer, sucker, right. and it's going down. You mentioned that three minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> so here's what happens. Yeah. So here's what happens. So I walk up front, yeah. and now I find Floyd. And Floyd is walking at the front with his guys. They're all now behind me. A couple guys on his side, and I look it over at Floyd, and I go, Floyd. He looks at me. He stops. I go, my dog. I start with that. Yeah. That's a good way to start. Yeah. I go, my dog. I want to thank you, man. I want to thank you for real. He stops. He stops. He did stop. He goes like this. He goes, what do you want to thank me for? I said, I want to thank you for what I saw from you this past Sunday. Okay. You're in Beverly Hills. You're walking in one of these pro-Israeli sorts of parades. You sent a bunch of stuff over on your private jet. You know what, man? You're a good guy. You are a good guy. And I wanted to point at Morales and go, see him? He's a bad guy. He did not. See, I didn't do that, though, because I was in the middle of this conversation. I go, so I just want you to know, man, I appreciate you. And then I gave him a little chest fist bump thingy. But we were far enough apart that security didn't have to put hands on me, but we were locked eye to eye. So now I go over to the East Central. Now, when you gave him that chest thing, what did he do? He said to me, you're welcome. He's like, man, thanks for saying that. He actually was as cool as can be. He was cool. You know? Can you give us like the, like the, like a visual of what it looked like yeah. for the YouTube audience? Yeah, so I was like this. So everybody was watching on YouTube. I, I looked at Floyd. I go, yo, Floyd, my dog. <laughs> I go, uh, hey, I want to thank you, man. And he goes, for what? I told you. I said, I told him what I thanked him for. And then I'm like, respect, man. You know, appreciate you, my dog. Yeah. You know, that kind of a deal. Yeah. And then he's smiling. He's like, all right, all right, it's cool, right? Yeah. He's like, you're welcome, yeah. right? So now I go over to the East Central. And then they whisked him into the restaurant quickly. Right. Yeah. Quickly. But but here's what happened afterwards because you weren't. So we go to the East Central. Now it's me, yeah. Morales, Funchy Lava, yeah. right? And, <laughs> and, and Beto, Beto Duran. Yeah. And we these guys ordered drinks before I got there. Yeah. Then I come in, I order a drink. Everybody's drinking, having a nice time, having yeah. a cocktail. Yeah. I'm like, okay, guys i gotta go because i had to go to this this dinner last night Mm -hmm. i walk across the street floyd has the entire team his mishpucha he's got them all sitting there at fixins outside right okay he looks at me i look at him we lock eyes from there up there to down there no no when i'm walking because i came back to la live to go to get my car okay you skipped that part sorry my big so i i walk by i was gonna say you locked eyes from across the street yeah that, that was a small detail i'm here I'm, I'm taking pride in the detail of the story yeah. the, the amazing part is at 403 p.m laura said in my ear this is going to take 15 minutes and she's pretty well, much hit it on the head started at 405 and yeah. we're at 412 okay, okay. okay. Yeah, this is yeah. a good story yeah. so now i walk across i come back i see floyd sitting at fixins he looks at me i look at him we lock eyes because now we're yeah. bros yeah, yeah i give him another fist to the chest yeah, yeah. i give him a peace sign yeah. and i'm like my dog yeah i appreciate you my dog yeah, just yeah. like that yeah you know and i was strolling too i had a yeah. good walk going yeah, yeah, yeah. i appreciate you my dog he's like all right all right gave me some deuces yeah me and floyd mayweather <laughs> pretty close who now. needs canelo yeah, now? i'm done with canelo <laughs> yeah i'm now on team mayweather you're the you're the money team yeah yeah god i was hoping he was gonna give me some cash too like yeah. you know that's why he's got all the security guys yeah. around him he's carrying around four billion dollars in cash <laughs> you know Yo, Floyd, I get yeah. 10 G's? You see your boy Canelo was <laughs> was going barking back and forth with Conor McGregor on I did Twitter. I see that. Yesterday. I did see that. Conor yeah. McGregor better be careful. Yeah. You don't want to you want to get messed up with, with Canelo. I don't mess with that dude. Yeah. You know what happened when I got back to East Central after my dinner with Sam Pines and Tommy Lamb? You bring in some heat? <laughs> I did, but you didn't. You imported heat. That's not what I was actually going for. Oh, I thought that's what you were going to tell me. <laughs> I was going to say. I had a Coors Light yeah. at the Knicks Hill Lounge. Yeah, so tell them about Coors Light, Kevin. Oh, I love Gosh, Coors Light. you're an idiot. Come before, on. Before Kirk Morrison I mean, honestly. Out. What? You had Coors Light before you imported heat? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Quarter after four o'clock in the Southland on a Wednesday afternoon. By the way, the uh, circle of trust in uh, on Twitter is already saying uh, just moments now from Cappy being tossed out of the money team group as well now for revealing too much. Oh, you almost hit the post. I just did. Yeah, but you kind of stepped on it. You don't no, want to step on the, t- the words. Yeah. No, I hit it right at the bam. Bam. Happy chocolate chip, uh, chocolate cupcake day. Oh, we should have had chocolate cupcakes. And on this day in... We should have gotten some. On this day in 1969, the number one hit, one of the greatest songs they ever did. The Temps, The Temptations. Mm -hmm. I can't get next to you, Cappy. Oh, I can't get next to you. Uh By the way, so when we had the great Kobe Johnson on, I was sitting in the back with DeAndre and the social media team, Mm -hmm. and Sedano was asking about music. And Sedano said, he's good with Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. And then DeAndre goes, I don't believe that. That doesn't sound authentic. Ooh. He doesn't think that you're really a Lil Baby okay. fan. Yeah. I didn't uh, say I was a fan. I said I'm good with his music. Oh, DeAndre didn't rock buy it. with him. You said you rock with him. No, said, I, I didn't say that. You I said I don't baby? rock with NBA Youngboy. I don't like his music. How about NBA Oldboy? You like him? <laughs> you like I NBA Oldboy? NBA Youngboy is a little too much for me. Like, yeah. I just, it just, not, I'm too old. I, that's literally, I have aged out. Lil Baby, I can I can hear it on the radio, and at least I'm I'm good with it. You know what I'm saying? You know a like, Lil Baby song there, Cap? I don't know any Lil Baby songs. I don't know the names of any of the songs, but wow. I know who I can. I you know. don't need to. You're fine. Wow. How about Tonight is the Night? That's it's a good little baby. Not tonight, no, a little baby song yeah. tonight. Is Kirk, is tonight. can you rock with NBA YoungBoy, little baby? Yeah, I can rock with them. They, they got some fire. Uh, actually, the, the San Francisco 49ers walk. Uh, they that's their intro music. They come out with a little boombox. They had the NBA YoungBoy, and uh, obviously, you can see what kind of mood it put them in as a. Uh, they got into a little fight with the Browns in pregame, so they was all turned up because of the NBA young boy. Yeah, no, listen, I, I, every college football player I talk to every week, when we talk to you, and you, I, you do it too, you talk to these guys every week, the, the football players love um, NBA young boy. They love him. I, don't, I mean, it's I, it's not for me. I mean, just, I've somebody, aged out of the demo. I need somebody to tell me NBA young well, boy is I, most Chris popular would love Lil Baby because he's got a song about like some stuff Chris used to love to do in the past. Like what? I'm just saying. Oh. Like, you know what, Cappy, I, I thought you may know this because I, <laughs> I know believe. I, mean. I know. Cappy, Cappy, I honestly thought that you may know this because you're in the know that I believe that NBA Youngboy is dating or I think he has a baby with Floyd Mayweather's daughter. I thought you knew that because right. you're oh. like now on the Ooh. inside. Yeah, you're part of the money Mayweather team. Camp. Yeah, oh. yeah. You're part of the TMT. I thought you knew that, Cappy. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you better be careful, man, because if you go walking up on Floyd and his crew – and you go, yo, Floyd, uh, your daughter got a, a baby with little baby? Um, dude. No, no, young boy. Oh, you young, young boy? boy. <laughs> that young boy? Oh, dude, I'm telling you right now, You're Kirk, such an idiot, they would, they would take you down in 30 seconds, man. They would take you down. <laughs> I thought you knew that, Cappy. No, I didn't know that. Me, you know, Cappy's in the know now. You say you're walking around with a TMT hat now, so that's what's the word on the street. Hey, it's Floyd, a money team. Floyd is my boy. As a matter of fact, um, I just sent him a tweet. Just telling him how much I appreciate him because he's my dog. Okay. That is my dog. That is my dog. Hey, I have a question for you, Kirk. Hold on. Is this Little Baby or NBA Young Boys? You don't know? I don't. I, I can't so, hear. That's so small. Market. This is no. This wait, is NBA Youngboy. Wait, wait. I, want, oh, I wanted him to see. Oh, I'm sorry. Knew. Dang I'm, it! I'm sorry. I knew this was. I knew Young Boy. Yeah, there you go. Of course, yeah, you did. Of course. <laughs> you know he got a baby with uh, Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> you guys knew that. God, you're an idiot. That's for reals. That's straight up for real. Damn, Chris. Oh, I was like geez. trying to tell you not to. Live, I'm sorry. It's all good. Straight up. Uh, all right, Kirk Morrison, here's my question for you. So what are the Rams going to do now at running back? Because they finally started running the ball, and now Kyron Williams looks like he's gone for the next few weeks, and it looks like they're going to be down to running back three, four, and five who are coming from other teams' practice rosters. Talk to us. Uh, 
I'm not surprised. Like I talked about it uh, pre uh, in the post game show over at the Hollywood Park Casino. Great place if you want to watch, uh, you know, Sunday Night Football after a Rams win over at the Hollywood Park Casino. But I talked about it with the Shout fans. Out. I was definitely. I always felt that the Rams they needed. A, they're, they're a two back system. They may try to sell you as a one back team with Kyron Williams or before with, you know, Cam Akers or before that with Ty Gurley. But I've always said that this team has to rotate running back so that if anything happens or a guy gets hurt, you're able to put in another guy and there's not a big drop-off. The way that Kyron Williams was rolling with the football, I was just like, man, I don't, you know, can he last? It's only his second year in the National Football League, and you know, he's been sort of injury-prone. It's how much, you know, it's like – it's like milk. You know, at some point it's going to expire. I'm not saying that Kyron Williams is going to expire, but you know that he can't carry the type of load as a back that we, you know, we kind of are accustomed to growing up watching. That's not the NFL anymore. And so I've always admired what the 49ers have done with their running back room, right? It's not just Christian McCaffrey. It's Mason. It's also uh, Elijah Mitchell. You need three to four running backs a season, and I think the Rams are showing – that they're uh, they gotta figure it out quickly. So who do I start this week? Who do I pick up on that Rams uh, for that Rams running back position? Because I had I had uh, Kyron and I picked up Ronnie Rivers and he got hurt. So yeah. who who's the next guy? Is it Zach? Hey man, I'm not starting none of them. You crazy if you do that? I, told I got I got all my running backs on buys. <laughs> I got no choice. I got to pick up somebody. Yeah, you better figure something out. Nah, I'm, I'm joking, half joking, but the the lead back this week will. Uh, obviously, Zach Evans got a, had a chance to play last week. Uh, you'll get, you know, Miles Gaskins was signed to the uh, to the fifty three man roster. Yeah, they got that. him off of the uh, practice squad. Look at that; he's over there, McVeigh, uh, nabbing one of Ka- uh, Kevin O'Connell's right. players off right. of his practice squad. Look yeah. at that. Um, and then you brought in Daryl Henderson, who's going to be on your practice squad. So this is going to be running back by committee until Kyron Williams is there. So. Again, this is what I uh, I feared, fellas and ladies. I feared injury. I feared injury, but more importantly, this is where I start to see a bad Matthew Stafford because he mm. comes in and he has to. He feels like he has to do it all by himself, and that's when I get worried because now the Rams go from a team that had great balance last week with Sean McVay running the ball eight consecutive times in a row coming out of the halftime. And then they score a touchdown on that drive. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm weary that they're gonna get back to being this pass happy team, and it's gonna be like you know, basically watching an air raid offense pass all game long against the Steelers on Sunday. Yeah, and I think you know that's a big concern because without the ability to run the ball or without the commitment to try to run the ball, um, that Pittsburgh pass rush will just pin their ears back. Football talk right there, and they will come after Stafford and they will hit him. And they'll make him uncomfortable, and they'll move him around, and that's when he can be, you know, make mistakes, especially when he feels that pressure, like he has to do it all. So I would rather have injuries to the running backs than to the offensive line. I feel like I can work with any running back, but if my O line is good, I-, I think I could still be committed to the run. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, I just don't, you know, T.J. Watt coming off of one side, you know what I mean? Alex Highsmith off the other side. The Rams tackles are going to be in for it this week, so they've got to make sure that they handle that. And they got a good rush, too. And I don't know if you guys know this. The Rams, I think, lead the NFL this year. I believe i got to double-check my numbers, but they'll be playing at least, I know for sure, three, maybe possibly four teams coming off of a bye. Like, that's something, yeah. right? They'll oh, be yeah. playing against the Steelers coming off a of bye. The week after, they're playing against the Cowboys who come off a of bye. So you got all of these fresh teams coming in ready and the Rams, you know, got to get it, got to get it together before they get into a bye, and we'll see, you know, what happens after that. But you know, they're going to be a, a fresh set of Steeler fans figuring out their offense under Matt Canada. It's going to be a fun one, man. But you, I had an idea, and I want you guys to let me know what you think about this idea. Okay. Okay. And hopefully, it's not too late. I feel like so far the Rams, the organization should all hand out yellow Rams towels. Oh, I love this idea. Terrible towels. Yeah, so that when the Steelers fans come and everybody's waving towels, you don't know who's really waving a towel. Right. It could be a Steelers towel. It could be a Rams towel. But when you got yellow towels waving, yeah. you don't know who it could be. Right. And it'll look like a home field advantage. 
Exactly. Right. Yeah, you can see Cap, we on the same page. Oh, hell Cap, to the yeah. Go. Get yeah. Uh, Mason's friend on, uh, you, know, old, you know, Kev. Kev Demoff. Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good there idea. Go. Have you shared Hand this concept? Yellow towels. Now, I haven't tweeted it out. I thought about it, but that's a real thing. Hand or, out yellow towels. And everybody will have a towel. That way, I love it. You don't know if it's Steelers or if it's Rams. Yeah. Uh, another idea, just throwing out concepts here, since we're just sort of you know brainstorming. <laughs> How about blue towels, so that when the Steeler fans are waving yellow and the Rams fans are waving blue, it looks like everybody's Ra- you know, Rams, Rams fans, right? Right. Yeah, that's true too. Blue could work too. Yeah. I like it. I like that. I like that one too, man. Uh, I like that. You know, it's only Wednesday they can do this. George, yeah. How was the how was the Kibby Dome? Oh, man? I've actually dog. played a game inside the Kibby Dome. It is a you real unique experience. I actually played a game in the Kibby Dome, Moscow, Idaho, in one of the uh, smallest venues in college football, but one of the most exciting venues in college Kirk, football. Kirk, I will tell you this. 16,000 is the capacity they had a sellout yes. in this game. Montana, mm-hmm. Idaho is a big rivalry. And yeah. it was the first time they were on ESPN, uh, on ESPN 2 in this case, but first time they were on the ESPN Family Network since 2010 when they played Boise State back when Boise was, was rocking. Um, yes. And by the way, the, Boise will never play them again because apparently their president got into some issue with the fans outside oh, really? and that became a thing. Yeah. But I found oh, yeah. that out while I was there. Um, but it was incredible. It, so my ears were ringing for like yes. 18 straight hours because it was so loud in the building and you're, you're Correct. the booth is right in the middle of all the fans basically that mm-hmm. my producer was yelling the entire game because I kept telling him say that again I can't hear you you know what I mean like so it was crazy uh and a fun it, game came down to the wire I mean you couldn't ask for anything else man it was fun look 16,000 people that sound like 70,000 yeah. because of their indoors like it, it's it's and this is like some of the unique experience. Because look, we, you know, in Los Angeles, we're spoiled. We got Dodger Stadium, we got SoFi, obviously Staples. I mean, I'm sorry, Crypto.com Arenas, I should say. And like you see all of these brand new facilities, and then you go to something that's like old school, cozy, and you're like, man, this is this is what football is about. This is what old school, like your mom and pop, your yep. your your local spot, man, and you get a, have a greater appreciation for what we have in here. On TV, so, it looked like a like an indoor facility, like an indoor practice facility, right? You know, yeah. Like, because- like I'm not. I, and this is another question I got for y'all. All right, sorry to put y'all on the spot. That's all right. We like it. I'm I'm I'm. Look, I've I've been to Dodger games, and I love Dodger Stadium, an iconic venue. But man, I cannot help but watching what's going on at Citizens Bank between the Phillies oh, yeah. and the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, when that 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 just the feel of that fan base of those fans jumping off the television screen that that I, I mean, I feel like sometimes we get so too bougie in Los well, Angeles, but out there it looks like a college crowd right. at a at a league championship series game well think about arizona think about the diamondbacks showing up in dodger stadium where they're comfortable they play nine times or it used to be 12 times a year whatever it is and they show up and they're like yeah it's a big crowd and there's a lot of people but it's not like some hysterical home field you go to philadelphia you're not only playing against the phillies you're playing against all forty-five thousand people that are in that place going nuts and then part of the show did you guys see a fan ran on the field at the end of the game and the security guy who took him down with the most perfect form tackle you've ever seen in your life. Did you see this, George? Mm-hmm. No. I did. Oh, dude, you got to see yeah. this video because the, the bullpen, the guys from the bullpen are walking on the field. I'm going to check it out now. And, dude, and the, the pitching staff of the Phillies are like, stop, don't do it. And then when the security guy took the dude down, the pitching staff fell to the ground laughing hysterically. I mean... <laughs> It's like it's all part of the show in Philadelphia. Right. And I'm just saying, you know, living in Los Angeles and, you know, you could say you could claim the Dodgers. And for my folks in Orange County who claim, you know, the uh, Angels, Anaheim Angels, it's just two different environments. Right. And I'm watching it on TV and I'm just like, man, how cool would it be to have that kind of a raucous environment in Los Angeles too? Like it makes you want to go to the game, not just to watch, but to really feel like you're a part of it. I just saw the dude get trucked. Wait, wait, watch it again and watch the Phillies pitching staff, how they laugh hysterically. Like one of the pitchers just falls to the ground, dying laughing. (laughs) They're all throwing their gloves. They're all like, Oh damn. They're like at a deaf comedy jam. Oh damn. Yeah. I just saw it. It was crazy. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. What a tackle. That uh, feels like somebody should have played with you, Kirk, that dude that tackled him. Yep. Um, he now, did form tackle. By the way, what congratulations else? to you, Kirk, and everyone on college ESPN College Football. It is the most, to this point in the season, the most watched college football season since 2016 already. Yeah. And, by the way, everyone thought – Thank this, you, Coach Prime. Yes, yeah. all credit to Coach Prime. <laughs> Seriously. We coming. <laughs> it, it, it is Coach Prime is a lot of it. Two of those games are Coach Prime. Um, and, and again, people thought this would be a down year because we don't have the SEC package fully yet. The Big Ten is gone, but ESPN is still rocking right no, now. But, college it, but, football but you know what, George? It may have only been two Coach Prime games, but I'll tell you. I, but I, they, we've had other monster games, too. Well, this I mean, he's I mean done, even the Friday night game against Stanford. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how you thought that? That was still a lot of eyeballs, man. Yeah. And then you got one coming up against UCLA. Yeah. Uh, but but what he's done, so. guys, is he's, I believe, Coach Prime, has made people want to watch college football, not just purely Colorado. People are more into college football. I attribute all of that to Coach Prime. All right. See, Cappy, I, I know, you know, we up against it, man. So this is another conversation for another day, but I might have to come in and sit down and talk to you about what's been going on with college football. What's made college football great is the transfer portal. Let's just be honest. Yep. If the transfer portal doesn't happen, USC doesn't have Caleb Williams. A lot of these schools don't like Notre Dame doesn't have Sam Hartman. Yep. Like that's what's changed college football is that think about it. The quarterbacks that we're watching are like fifth year Bo Nix and Michael Penix. Oh my God. My, were, Bo Nix has been both, in the league, been playing college football for like seven years, it feels like. These dudes were ran out of their old university. When I say ran out, like people were done with them. Bo Nix goes to Oregon. Michael Penix goes to Washington. Now, all of a sudden, these are first-round picks, and they've elevated both their universities to the top ten in college football. College football right now is reminding me of what college basketball used to be in the 70s and 80s when guys would spend three to four years, right? You get Tim Duncan, Michael Jordan, James Worthy, when guys would stay for three to four years and you could really fall in love with the players and watch them grow and go to the National Football League. That's what's going on. That's why college football is great because now you know the players. And look, you're one quarterback away from elevating the program, man. So uh, we can have this discussion on another day, fellas. Another right, day. Let's do it. We will have it let's another it. day. Kirk Morrison, always a pleasure, brother. Uh, what do you got this weekend? I'm going to uh, the Big Easy this oh. weekend, heading down what to you got? Nolens, baby. What I you got, got uh, Tulane. I got yeah, Tulane. So I got one of the oldest head coaches at age 63, and Willie Fritz going against North Texas's Coach Morris. He's only 37. The Mean years Green. Old. The Mean Green. By the way, the movie Necessary Roughness was filmed at their old stadium. They have a new stadium now, but they're old. And I actually called the game at their old stadium like ten years ago. It was wow. literally like one of those places where you have to like knock the wasps out of the way. Like <laughs> it was so like decrepit. Uh, but that movie with Scott Bakula and Sinbad, Necessary yeah. Roughness, and Kathy Iron. You know what? Yeah. That's who I said that uh, Aaron Rodgers was when he came to the New York Jets. He Scott Bakula. <laughs> hey, I know you got to go and we got to go, but um, if you want to party with a bunch of sorority girls down at Tulane, you know, my daughter would be happy to host you. My, okay. My daughter would love to. All of her yeah. sorority sisters? Yeah. 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 I don't know, man. It's, it's homecoming this weekend. I think they got their own plans already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I got Cappy's squad, uh, Kirk. I've got Pitt at Wake Forest. I got the, you know, Cappy's team this week. I'm telling him he's got to work my name into the broadcast. Right. Uh, what point do yeah. I work his name in? Fourth quarter? Like, you know, when the, when somebody's up like 25? Yeah, I would say that. You know, up 25 and just say, hey, I work with the guy who uh, one of the great legends, right? Yeah, yeah. see, of great pit. legend. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, great That's what I want you to say. <laughs> say that for me. What is it? I want H-2P. all – George, you have no idea. I want my college teammates to hear you call me a, legend? a great legend. <laughs> My my Twitter, my Facebook, where all my college buddies hang yeah, out on yeah. Facebook, they will lose <laughs> their minds. I will. I, now I'll do it just for that, yeah. just for the gag. They will lose their minds. H- what is it? Is it HTP or H2P? What, what is it? Which, H- what is it? H2P. Hail to pit. Yeah. H2P. There we go. H2P. Okay, Cappy. H2P. There you go. Kirk Morrison, right, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Did he just say, all right, ladies? He was saying ladies and gentlemen because he was oh, okay. and I I interrupted he just him. called us ladies. Yeah. I mean, he could have, but I, I think he meant like the girls and then us. Like, I mean, he, yeah. he hears me say, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to the ladies' room. Maybe that's what he thinks. I mean, maybe. Uh, Cappy, we got Radio Tinder coming up next.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Close to 440 in the Southland on a Wednesday afternoon. We move up Radio Tinder because we got ALCS Game 3 coming up at 5. And you know we like to play a TV theme on this day. Back in 1988, one of the most successful sitcoms of all time, Roseanne, premiered on ABC. You going to clear your throat one more time? Well, when I do it, I turn my mic off. Yeah, but our mics are on. Nobody can hear that. I Here, heard listen, it. Listen, listen. <coughs> Everybody hear that? Yes. Oh, my yep. goodness. 100%. That was a full bottle of uh, Powerade. Hey, that was Kobe Johnson's Powerade. Well, he's not here anymore. And he didn't drink it. I'm so. going to have it. He didn't open it, so it's yours. Oh, I don't you think can he follow opened her. them, right? What? I don't think he opened them. No, no he didn't open uh, the water or the... the... No label cap. You can follow her at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter or Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. I was hoping that the Roseanne music would keep playing because I was jamming out to that. Sorry, girl. It, it's ended. Okay. it ended. It's only a minute. You guys big fans of Roseanne? I never saw that show. My parents watched it, so I watched uh, it. I watched I it a, a little bit, you know. Yeah, I, I never yeah, saw it. Once she uh, did the national anthem and the crotch grab and like she kind of oh, got canceled yeah. way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, but mm. she didn't. She continued. And then she got canceled again. Yeah, she, she got canceled, well, she canceled got, a few some, times. She, yeah. got, she, she said some pretty racist stuff. Yeah, some pretty bad stuff. And then she blamed it on Ambient. Oh, right. That's right. Right. It's Ambient's fault. Well, actually, actually, you know what? She was actually on Joe Rogan and she was in like a traumatic car accident that caused her brain damage. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you going with a CT? argument now for I don't know racist? that's just some no I'm just saying that like I don't know when that happened but I think that was part of one of the cancellations you know yeah I don't know it was just part of it. I don't remember okay you remember I don't remember you remember no no, no. I was I never allowed I think to watch you and I are show. the only ones that got that yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently was that little NBA baby <laughs> no that was George Lopez <laughs> oh. George you Lopez. idiot it wasn't a little NBA baby yeah. You remember? I remember. NBA young boy. Oh. <laughs> NBA little no baby. baby is oh, a different yeah. person. Oh, yeah. And sang a song called yeah. Pure Cocaine, which is, I guess, what you were saying earlier about yes. Chris. Yeah, we all, we all, we all got it. Anyway, go that's my George Lopez. <laughs> okay, so how was whoa, whoa, whoa. How was that anywhere near? I'll explain. So George Lopez <sighs> Sorry, Lynch, has but that this, was disgraceful. No, George Lopez has this stand up and he goes, He's done in my family, times. he goes, the smartest guy Still who does all it. the talking for our family is my cousin, whatever his name is, like Hector, who works at Target. Why well, you got to be Hector? Because that's his name. And so he goes, he goes, he uses basically the word basically to show how smart he is. So he's like, basically... Uh, basically, the basics of the. I am boy, I am Basically, That's a really good George Lopez. Trust me. Yeah. Basically, We go back to producer Lindsay Baseball already in progress. <laughs> yeah, George boy, and I follow each other on Twitter, but he hasn't tweeted in a long time. I'm I mean, there's a lot of stuff for George Lopez. Like what? Is he canceled? No. Google him, Cappy. Yeah, oh. just Google him. Google him. Oh, all right. Member of Lakeside. Oh, yeah? All right, go ahead. All right, so LeBron went viral on Friday night when broadcast cameras caught him sitting on the bench in street clothes during the second half, eating a fruit salad while his teammates were still playing. And former Lakers great Michael Cooper had something to say about that. Uh, During his Showtime with Coop podcast, he said, I didn't like that. Again, he's LeBron James, but still, you got to have respect for the game, man. He's over there. I don't mind the guy eating, but, you know, go eat in the locker room. And then when you come out, you come out and be part of the team, not just sit on the bench eating. Uh, do you guys agree with Michael Cooper on this? Swipe left or swipe right, George? It's a preseason game. Uh, yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, right? no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna to swipe left on this one. I don't really care. I'm going to say, hey, Coop, uh, how about lighten up, Francis? Yeah. You feel me on that? <laughs> like, come on. 
Come on, man. Really? It's a preseason game, and it's like, and by the way, he's out there. If he left to go to the locker room. To eat a fruits out. He'd get killed. He, people are like, oh, where's LeBron? Why yeah. isn't he on the bench? Yeah. You know, like, there's that part of and, it, too. And who was the young kid player that there wasn't enough room Rui. on the bench? It was Rui. Oh, was it? I couldn't tell. Yeah. And, and, and LeBron's like looking at him, and Rui's like, well, I'm in uniform. Can I sit here on the bench? And LeBron's like, Pfft. Go sit like behind I'm me LeBron somewhere. James. Was it like a yeah. fresh fruit salad or was it like one of those canned ones with the syrup? It was no, fresh. It was fresh. Fresh. LeBron doesn't eat the canned Had ones. Canned syrup. And uh, honeydew, watermelon. The man is almost grapes, 40 years old apples, and he is red. playing at an elite level. Do you think uh, he's you. eating that thank stuff? You. Thank you, Lindsay. I know. Green Just or saying. red grapes? I think they were both. Both. Oh, yeah, nice both. mixture? Yeah. Definitely both. Oh, the accoutrement. You guys like uh, the Wiggles? Anybody here a fan of the Wiggles? Hey, you know no. they're coming out with a new documentary about the Wiggles. I didn't know that. But they yeah, have, they have like a, next week. A top hit. <laughs> next week? Yes, wow, literally next week. Right, it's on a, my list. They have a top hit. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. You guys know that song? No, no but no. I'm sure they'll talk about it oh in the documentary next week. It's like one of their week. top hits. <laughs> Much bigger hit than anything that NBA old guy had. And be a young boy. Your brain is like a fruit salad. Yes, it is. With watermelon and honeydew and cantaloupe and multicolored grapes and apples, bananas. Do the Wiggles have a song called Hot Potato by any chance? Yeah, Hot Potato. They do, because that's the name of the documentary. Hot Potato, the story of the Wiggles. Those are the things all dressed up that would sing for the kids? Yeah. Yeah. What were they dressed up? They had like like antennas on? No, that's Teletubbies. Yeah, you're looking at, yeah, that's what you're thinking. They were just guys that had the colored shirts. Dude, I, I went to many Wiggles concerts. Okay, threw panties I, on the stage and the whole deal. For wait, real. Wait, you threw pennies on the stage? That's <laughs> a thing? Not pennies, panties. Oh. <laughs> it's a, you're such an idiot. Go ahead. Why would you call her an idiot? That's so rude. <laughs> What's next, Lynn? All right, so Netflix plans to open physical locations named Netflix houses where customers will be able to stop, play, and interact, immersing themselves in some of their favorite Netflix shows. The company says that this is part of their long-term strategy to create a new level of engagement and interaction between the shows they produce and the fans. They plan to open the first two Netflix houses sometime in 2025, and it's going to have like merch, food, show-related activities, all that fun stuff. Do you guys think mm. that these Netflix houses will work? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy? Mm. Swipe left. I so don't they had so. one at Riviera, if you remember, for the the uh, Genesis. Yeah, they did like but little pop-ups. Pop yeah. And they said that they're all the testing with the pop-ups went extremely well. And they yeah. feel like the permanent when you have locations. A, an event and you have like people at that event, people are like, ooh, check that out. Let's go look at it. But I mean, I don't see myself ever going to like some Netflix house to let, immerse let me, myself. Let me tell you something. Go ahead. I think that <laughs> when you're, yourself. I'm going to swipe, right. I'm going to get immersed. I'm going to swipe right. All right. Um, I, again, I think that you, you can't put it <laughs> everywhere, but in certain locations where there's a lot of like big cities, How like, like here? The, the Delamo Mall. Like I think in LA you can do that. Yeah. So I, let's, I'm not, I don't watch Netflix shows very often, but let's just say, uh, Drive to Survive, right? That was on Netflix, the F1 show. Okay, okay. Turned F1 into or a like The hit. Crown. That was a huge show, right? right? Never saw right. It. People like F1 fans, mm-hmm. and they have like an event with a driver there. Yeah, right. Like they do it in Vegas, and 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 all of a sudden you can watch the the new season of Drive to Survive, right? And watch a couple of episodes. People would totally be in on that. We built the community. People come out to watch us at a, at a Seven Eleven. You don't think they watch the Netflix stuff at a Netflix house? I mean, I guess if you gave me the F1 and you and you we put thank me in you a, for coming out to the Seven Eleven. By yeah, the way, I'm mad. And we, you put me in like a simulator where it feels like I'm driving an F1 car, dude. Maybe if, if you, if HBO did one of those things for like, like House of the Dragon, if they built like oh, a House yeah. of the Dragon house, yeah. people would totally go watch that yeah, stuff there at Comic Con. No. no, if you did like a pop up House of the Dragon, people would totally go watch the show oh, there. Wait, is it a pop up? So it's like a, a permanent thing? location, it's but right. they're going to use different like like he said, they're going to highlight different shows and stuff. Like if there's people, um, what was that Bridgerton? Was that a Netflix original? I don't remember. I feel like it was. It's one of those shows where people were obsessed with yeah, it. Netflix you're, obsessed. You're under you're underestimating the power of these shows, much like you know ours to a much smaller scale. Um, what are you talking the, about, smaller yeah, scale? Okay. Are you out of your mind? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, they build this brick and mortar place, and they have these events there. It would work. I'm, listen, Netflix you, doesn't mess around with you, events. You guys may be right. It just doesn't sound like something I'd do. I, right. Well, you might be right. Uh, you wouldn't do it, but no. if you're like a f- super fan of a show, I'm telling you, if HBO was smart, they would do. And they don't have to do like a brick and mortar. They just do like a pop up for like House of the Dragon. I bet you they'd get a ton of people. So a few last years Netflix back. show we watched. I don't know, but a few I years, don't watch Netflix. So. Few years the, back, the, the uh, David Beckham one pre-pandemic. Yeah, they had an event at a studio. Uh-huh. One of my best friends, he works as an entertainment correspondent, so he invited me to this thing. 
we walk. We spent an hour in the studio walking around to all these little pop-ups where you could take like on the the game at th- uh, House of Cards on the big chair. You could take pictures. I thought that was the event. He's like, "Are you ready to go into the theater now?" Because the, the event's. Begin. I was like, "Oh, that is the event," and it was so cool. Literally, Martin Scorsese comes up on stage to a hundred people. There's a hundred of us to talk about the Irishman. He goes, "Oh, by the way, we got something else going on Netflix, ladies and gentlemen." Bruce Springsteen. Springsteen comes out and talks with Marty. And then performs acoustic, right? Just, just for a hundred people. Yeah. My point is, Netflix knows how to do things. I would so agree. A, a, Netflix knows that when Netflix does something, they do it a, right. But to create an event, yeah. to create a place where people will want to go yeah. and experience it, why wouldn't you? People are always looking for something to do. All right. Not everybody has Rachel that controls their lives like you. I mean, oh, listen. She takes me. You, oh, 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 oh my okay. God. Oh, oh, oh! You see, you can't. Get, I hit you dead I, on, dude. I have got great accuracy. You have terrible accuracy. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know. They've got Springsteen and Scorsese. We have Little Cappy. We do, <laughs> but the but the Little Cappy brand is expanding. It is. <laughs> Little Cappy is no little baby. The, the Little yeah. Cappy brand is expanding. Little, little Cappy uh, is fresh. Everybody okay. is he, starting. He is. He is. He has got tried to get fresh a couple times with uh, some with Lindsay and a couple of the other ladies Morales? I've seen him. Well, I get fresh with him. Yeah, I think Morales stuck his hand yeah. in Morales like so. He's a puppet. He even got one of our yes. new interns to puppeteer yeah. Lil Cappy. Hey, so now he might host the Mandy's. Look, he definitely has to. <laughs> you be need a, part a co-host. Of the Mandy's. I do. He yeah. definitely <laughs> has to be part of the Mandy's. And you know what? Um, everybody's starting to wear now shirts like like Lil Cappy wears one that says Lil Cappy. I have one that says Big Cappy. DeAndre has one that says Macho Cappy. Oh. And we've got another new shirt coming out this week for another member of the team. Yeah. So there's it's we're gonna be like the Spice Girls. Okay. Everybody's gonna have something and then Cappy. What gotcha. do you want, Morales? What do you want? We for, gotta go to break. Something here. and Cappy. What do you yeah. want? Tell me. Spicy Cappy. Oh. There you go. How about Tequila Cappy? Like oh. our friends at Tequila Mandala. Radio Tinder is presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. <laughs> As Chris just got hit in the head. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Chris, if you have a uh, little sip of tequila mandala, it'll feel better. Uh, available wherever fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Up your game and demand the extraordinary with our friends at Tequila Mandala. Nine minutes in front of five o'clock. Coming up at the top of the hour, we bring you game three of the ALCS, courtesy of ESPN Radio. You'll hear it here, right here on 710 ESPN. Final segment. That's our final segment, Music Jack. Cappy and I are headed to Torrance after this, where we will see our friend Chris Ward Yep, to stock up on beautiful product. Right. And then we've got to drive live tonight on the way back to South South LA. So no that's what's pie? ahead. We might get road pie for you. Still hit it. Nice job. Hey, um, suggestions coming in in the circle of trust. You know what your uh, T-shirt should say? Your Cappy T-shirt? Slappy Cappy. Oh, yeah. That's perfect Why? for you. Why? I'm not slappy. Yeah, you are. How am I slappy? You're a slappy. What does that mean? It means you're a slap. You do, e. you do not have a long enough contract for this. <laughs> <laughs> slappy Cappy. Um, little so Cappy. The, also, the, the Circle of Trust also has said that I should weave in when the kicker misses a field goal, yep. that I should mention that this, you know, at least it's not as bad as the four you missed against Minnesota. Right. You have to work that in somewhere yeah. like, like, hey, that's a, that's an unfortunate yeah. miss. They yeah. really needed those points. It reminds me of a game way back when in Pitt history. Yeah. Not Dan Marino. What year not was this? Tony Dorsett. You know, not Hugh what Green. Year was it? What year was it? Uh, not Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Um, probably 1990-ish. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, will, I, will, I will work that in. Yeah, in the I early will, 90s. Yeah, I will work that in. Uh, I, and the irony will be, we'll see if anyone's actually listening, because yeah. I'll mention that you're a pit great, Yeah, and then mention later that you missed four field goals. Right, yeah. right. We'll find out if people yeah. are really listening. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, and yeah, for those that don't know, I'm doing pit this week. That's why we're having this conversation. So That's we're going right. to weave Cappy into the broadcast here on ACC Network at 1230 uh, Pacific on Saturday. I love it. I love it. And uh, everybody else in the circle of trust is thinking that you should also this week your word of the week on the broadcast should be thrive or oh, okay. thriving. Some thriving. sort of variation on thriving. Thrive and thriving. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. Like, well, if a team is winning, they're, right. th- they're thriving. thriving. They're thriving offensively at the yes. moment. Yeah, George probably uses that anyway, right? Um, maybe. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it just depends on the day. Like, I like to work in new words. So, By the way, before we go, and speaking of the circle of trust, I want to give a shout out to one of our big listeners, um, John Ferris, who uh, the circle has been talking about today is... Yeah. Uh, you know, dealing with some health stuff. And I just want to tell a story about John. He's one of our P1 listeners, a wonderful gentleman. And the the day of Mandy's one, 
So, you know, we had sold it out, but I still didn't know what the show would be. I had nerves. I got in the elevator after one of the sound checks or, you know, whatever run through. And I get in the elevator and there's this nice gentleman. I didn't know John personally. I hadn't seen him. He goes, hey, man, I'm John Ferris, huge fan of your dad's. And just want to tell you, I'm so excited to be here tonight and it's going to be awesome. And it kind of gave me some relief. Like, okay, we're doing the right thing with this award show. We're going to kick ass tonight. So John comes out to a lot of our events. We haven't been able to see him in a little while, and now we know why. He's struggling with some health stuff, but we send him positivity, prayers, and we look forward to John being out with us at the next COT event. And uh, much love to you, brother. Yeah, much yes, love. sir. Because I think the last time I saw him was, um, what was the name of that place that we went to? Um, something Bastards, Can- Bastards, Bastards Canteen, Canteen for our Veterans Day event. Yeah, yeah, right. That was the last time I've seen him. Well, he was at Mandy's too. Okay, I didn't see him yeah, there that yeah. day. He took actually a wonderful picture of my parents from afar but he you know he's a very talented uh, audio and video guy as well yeah. so he took a he sent me a great picture of them uh, that was awesome uh, for Mandy's too. So we love you, John, and get better soon, and we look forward to seeing you. Yes, sir. Amen Absolutely. Amen. Much love. Hey, can I just have a second here for some dealer's choice? Sure. Uh, you know, you call me gutless, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you think that offends me, but it doesn't. You know why? Why? Because I am gutless. gutless. No, because oh, I am gutless. gutless. Oh, okay. I am gutless. Yeah. See, it would bother me. See, don't throw that at me, because this one right here. This Hurry one, up. This Make your point hurt. for a change. Here, What are you talking about? You just spent 30 minutes talking about something. I thought something that it needed to be it. talked about. That's yeah. true. You know, you also talked 30 minutes about Bruce Springsteen playing acoustic guitar. I, I would be 30 seconds. Relax, Slappy. Okay. <laughs> slappy Cappy. <laughs> I am gutless, and I'm going to tell you why. This morning, George, mm-hmm. I wake up early. I go to the gym at the East Central. Yeah. There's a guy next to me on a treadmill, and this mother effer, this freaking guy. Oh. <laughs> This freaking guy has got his phone and he's got it on full tilt as loud as it can go mm-hmm. watching a movie or something. Now it's 6.15 in the morning. I got headphones. I got headphones on. You don't hear me blasting my phone top of the, my lungs, right? And instead of me having the guts, the cojones to just say to him, excuse me, sir, but that's just impolite. Like, brother, get some headphones all up in it. Why do people think it is acceptable around other people to blast their phone? Well, I will say this. I bet you he thought nobody else would be in there with him, probably. Yeah, at 6.15? Yeah. Plus, he's traveling. Maybe he forgot them. It is a hotel. You know what? I would call this guy gutless, but he he actually had guts. No, he had the guts. (laughs) He had the guts to actually do it. Me? I'm gutless. Because I didn't have the guts to even say something to him. Uh, all right, Cappy, excellent work. Uh, great job, Lindsay, Laura, Christopher, uh, the entire social team uh, back there. Shouts out to all those guys back there. DeAndre, Josh, uh, and anyone else I may have missed. Uh, great job, especially with Kobe Johnson who came by, the USC captain, basketball uh, team captain. Thank you for joining us as well. Baseball is up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.